Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> How do you hurt yourself clapping? Every the time. Fuck? Do you have do you have wrists of an old man or something? Yeah, dude. Alright. Ready? <clears throat> Poor military service. <laughs> Damn it, Chinoda. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and join me tonight, we have our poser extraordinaire, Natai. So, I wasn't prepared for it, and I don't consider myself like an emotional bitch who cries for anything, but Toy Story 4 really got me today, so I'm a bit, I'm, I'm not here, guys. <laughs> wow, okay, and our wizard of weight, what, Shinoda? Chinese food is really bad for you health-wise, but oh god, does it taste so good. Uh, just like, just like burn your ass, you know, it's so good. Meow. The fuck? Why, why does Chinese food burn your ass? What? what I think that's Taco Bell wrong? you're thinking of. <laughs> I don't know, I've never had Taco Bell. We don't have it. Oh, well, Bro, when you're you come missing over, out... When you I are, come you over, are missing out worry. on copious amounts of diarrhea. <laughs> Give it up to me. Alex is exaggerating, by the way. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if you're constipated, Taco Bell's the place to go. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <before> <laughs> on that in, note. <laughs> yeah, on that, we're going to have fun tonight with the topic we've chosen. But before we get to it, I want to mention one thing. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know I am a fucking whore when it comes to Studio Trigger. Uh, oh, Studio Trigger's them. latest anime release premiere uh, is Premier's coming to the United when? States. What? When it's premiere premiering? That's a good question. So if you're in the if you're in the United States, G Kids has actually acquired the license to screen premiere in theaters, and it will be sometime in September. I don't think we have an actual date, but I think it is it's sometime in September uh, for the U.S. I'm assuming also Canada as well. Sorry, Natai, you don't live in either of those places. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm so a third world you. country, apparently. You are, a, you are a country that does not matter. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Ye. I love Israel. Uh, <laughs> sure. But an even more exciting thing for both myself and Chinoda, you and I, Chinoda, will be going to Otakon later in July. Hell yeah. And you and I will be able to watch Premiere there because many people from Studio Trigger will be there and they have decided to screen the movie at Otakon while we're there. And they're going to be doing a panel right after, which I found yes. just, holy shit, that's going to be and, one hell of a day. Yes, and also one of the people that will be at that panel is Studio Trigger founder Hiroyuki Imaishi, which I am very excited about because he was not there last year. That guy is just a legend. Exactly. Lesson. Saving anime one anime at a time. <laughs> I love Studio Trigger. I'm such a fucking whore. But anyway, yeah, I, I wanted to mention that Chinoda um, and I will be at Otakon. If you are out at Otakon, uh, please, you know, let us know, and we might try and do a little meetup. I, there are some people that we uh, did one last year. Too. It was pretty great. We we'll did. Try to, we'll definitely. I think we'll have enough time to do another one this year as well. 
We did we did one last year. You were there for five minutes and then left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did he leave? Because yeah. he which oh, no. did he Because so so I'll tell you exactly why he left. He left because <laughs> there was an eighteen plus panel he had to get to and our listeners were not that important to him. Listen, to be fair, I enjoyed my time rather well at the eighteen plus panel. So what you're saying is you masturbated in your chair. I That's not a denying. He isn't denying. I'm saying nothing. I plead the fifth. All right. Well, while you're pleading the fifth and cleaning up your cum. um, Jesus Christ. uh, What we're actually going to be talking about tonight. So there are moments in anime, if you've been watching for long enough, that make you go, wow. There are moments that make you go, oh, my God. And then there are moments that make you go, the fuck? What the fuck did Uh. I just watch? That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. We are going to be talking about the WTF, holy shit, Rafflecopter, BBQ sauce moments of anime. That's a good description. Huh? That was a good description on that, so good job. Exactly. Uh, So we have, each of us, brought a a pretty decent amount of scenes that we want to talk about to the table. We may not get to them all, but uh, I'm going to start with... you, You know what? Let's just start at... The, the biggest, some of the biggest WTF moments. Um, actually, we have two from Code Geass. I want to start there. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with the let's start with the slightly more tame one first, and let's talk about the anime Spartacus moment in Code Geass when everyone is zero. Yeah. So it's like that I am part. zero. I am zero. Yeah. I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. So there is, was that this one moment in the show, which I mean, don't get me wrong, it's one of my favorites, but that one was weird. So they're like, yeah, we're exiling zero, or whatever. And it's like the whole robot's like, what are we gonna do? So obviously they're gonna show up for his exile as everyone dressed as zero. So you have this stupid scene of like what a thousand people dressed in Zero's costume, and I'm like, well, I guess Zero's exiled, so all of us are exiled, and all of them yeah. just fuck off to China, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you remember <laughs> you remember when you remember when you were in, like, high school or whatever, and there was some kind of stupid rule, and y- you had to follow, and then you're like, well, if we all break it, they can't expel us all. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they can expel you all. That was <laughs> the weirdest thing. It's like, I, I so equate it to, if anyone's ever seen Spartacus, it's just like that moment in Spartacus where all the slaves stand up and claim to be Spartacus. Yeah. Like, I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. Or, or even better, you don't, so we all like Monty Python, right? So remember that I one scene? I love Monty Python. So near the end of Life of Brian, it's like, I'm Brian, and also my wife is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say that's probably one of the lightest moments in an otherwise pretty serious show. Yeah, that, Code Geass does have some pretty light moments, but that that in particular is definitely a standout moment. Right. It was definitely a what the fuck is this really what they're doing moment, and it was mm-hmm. it was pretty great the fact uh, how they executed it. It was it was just a genuine what the fuck moment. Yeah, I for mean, sure. I don't know how much I would give it credit because it is pretty silly when you think about it, but it's like it's whatever. It's kind eh. of silly. 
I don't know. I, like, oh, I love that scene. Don't get me wrong, but it's pretty silly when you think about it. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense even in context, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like many of the moments we're going to be talking about tonight, it's hard to even have them make sense in context. Ooh. Oh yeah. So the second, the second scene or moment from Code Geass that is certainly not as tame. <laughs> we got to talk about poor Table Coon. Um, Give Table Coon the justice or, it deserves, or or Lucky Table Coon, depending on how you look at it. Um, no, no, don't don't give it that too much credit. It's not Lucky. It's he's a poor guy, the most tragic I, character in the show. I mean, Table Coon is probably luckier than Truck Coon. That's very true. Truck Coon is a murderer. Table Coon is just a lover. Yeah, Truck Coon though saved Morio, so it's like you know. It all evens out true. in the end. You didn't I think never about really that, right? I about it. Truck Coon didn't send someone in JoJo's to a, another world. Well, no! Someone, <laughs> yes! Oh my god, you're right! <laughs> Fucking Truck and JoJo's did send Kira to another world. Yeah. Oh my god! It's all in this guy. Oh my god. Fucking. So there's a side story in JoJo. That's Araki basically... made the first isekai. Oh my god, I'm having a revelation. See, Araki just made everything the first time. So Araki made the first yandere, sidebar, the first isekai. Sidebar. Yeah, there's there's one uh, story uh, like side story in JoJo that's basically a villain gets killed and then reincarnated as a Western dude, right? Or something. I'll say that. Let's just I'll leave it that. at that. Oh, anyway, yeah, that was a really great way to avoid spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying anything. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, I never even thought about that. Thank you, Natai. I see JoJo's in an entirely new light now. I see Araki in an entirely new light now. He is the one who we had to thank for these trashy isekais. I see what happened because of Araki. Yeah. Araki forgot that he made an isekai. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, table could there's a scene in Code Geass. Uh, I'm not no, Natai. You want to take this, please? Okay, so let's like set the stage for this this one character named what what was her name? Nina. Yeah, Nina. Yeah, and she was always in the background. You know, she was she's just a student, just like quiet little girl who doesn't speak much. And mm-hmm. then, and then, Lelouch's sister hears this noise at night, and she's like, oh, who's there? And it cuts away to this, like, silhouette doing something to a table, and you can hear this weird sound. And it you, sounds it suspiciously just... like... <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. And it's like, and it's, you can hear Nina's voice, like, oh, no, it's just me, I'm, don't worry about it, I'm just, like, working, like, late night or whatever. And she's like, oh, okay, bye. And it cuts back to her silhouette. It's like, what? Uh, also, uh, uh, an important fact that you uh, neglected to mention is that Lelouch's sister is blind. Oh, yeah. She can't see, uh, like, what's going on, by the way. <clears throat> Thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you even imagine? This would have turned into a completely <clears throat> different scene. <laughs> the weird thing, I, that that's just, like... It doesn't really go anywhere, that sort of aspect of Nina's character. I mean... It's just there. No, it's kind of thrust upon you, and it's never really brought up in any kind of context 
ever again after that. And I'm kind of wondering, it's like, did the fucking writer just get horny and like, we need a masturbation scene in this pronto. I will say, this isn't even the most like, um, like animated masturbation, masturbating, masturbation scene we're going to talk about so you know oh no and i'm really glad you brought that up because i want to talk about another one speaking of masturbation (laughs) there is (laughs) there is a series out there that if you haven't watched it you really should and it's called golden boy it is short but very very sweet um and there's a scene in, I believe it's episode three, if I remember correctly. Some would say that show, that series comes and go pretty quick. Oh, it does. <laughs> um, but there's there's an episode that revolves around this girl named Reiko who has a motorcycle that she loves a lot. She loves her motorcycle, buddy. And when she cleans her motorcycle, whoo, she cleans it with the best kind of sauce you can imagine. Oh, my. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is there's a scene where the main character of Golden Boy catches Reiko masturbating by rubbing herself up against her motorcycle while she cleans it. Is she rubbing it also for curiosity's sake? Not in this particular scene, but there is a scene later, I believe in the same episode, where you can see her riding the motorcycle and she's revving it up to make the bike vibrate more. Oh. Oh. If you see what I mean. Mm. <laughs> okay. Nice. Please tell me someone edited that scene with the Queen Bicycle song. I would not be surprised. I have not seen that, but I would not be surprised if that's out there. It's somewhere on the YouTubes. Um, the funny thing about this is that the the scene goes on. Uh, obviously, Reiko catches the main character of Golden Boy doing this, and... And this is the insane logic of this show. She says, well, since you've seen this, I have to challenge you to a race. Now, the main character of Golden Boy doesn't own a motorcycle. He owns a bike, a bicycle, a fucking self-powered bicycle. And she challenges him to a race across town or whatever. And he still wins, right? And he does. Wait, what? (laughs) He does win the race because I I really don't want to give this away, but at the same time I do, and it's been out long enough to where I don't feel guilty about spoiling this, but if you really want to watch this of your own accord, spoilers in three, two, one. All right, here we go. Um, So what ends up happening in another what-the-fuck manner, during this race, uh, the main character, uh, whose name I have completely forgotten, um, ends up doing like a jump. On for, on his bike onto some power lines, and he is riding his bike across power lines like parallel what? to this parallel to this road that the that Reiko is riding her motorcycle on, and the road that the motorcycle is on has like it ends like it has like a there's like a bridge or something that's under construction or whatever I don't exactly remember the context of it, but it ends, and she's like thinking to herself, "There's no way he'll make this jump." There's no way that he'll make this jump. There's no way he's even going to attempt the jump. Oh, yes. Not only does he attempt the jump, he lands the jump and ends up beating her in the race. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love okay. anime. I, okay. Like I said, this 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 show is... I don't even know if it's even licensed by anyone anymore. I don't even know if there's anywhere it's you can watch it legally. Dub and on sub. Stri- is, it on stream- is it streaming yeah, on Crunchyroll? It's, it's on I Crunchyroll, did not know that. Sub. 
Okay, wow. Um, so definitely watch it, please. If you get, if you get, just go watch it. It's, I think it's six or seven episodes. Just go watch it. It's amazing. Golden Boy, like it's it's completely gag irreverent humor, but it's it's funny. That show sounds like a golden experience. It does. Golden Boy <laughs> is a golden experience. I have another one though. Speaking of masturbation, and actually, um, Natai, you and I, you and I will be talking about this in great detail at some point. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that specific scene. I am, of course, talking about that scene from the end of Evangelion, and even out there, if you haven't seen End of Evangelion or even uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion in general. Um, you know, you've either a seen the scene or b know about the scene secondhand. And, and if you haven't, good job. This is and one if of you those infamous if, scenes that exactly you find out whether you watched it or not. If yeah, if you haven't heard or of or seen this scene that we're talking about, you are either a been living under a rock forever or b completely new to anime. Um, in which case, you're probably not even listening to this podcast, so I feel safe in talking about this. We're, of course, talking about the scene at End of Evangelion, where Shinji is masturbating over Asuka's comatose body. Wait, wait, uh, give that a second to just sink in, that whole sentence. Yes, Shinji, <laughs> Shinji is in a hospital, in a hospital room, alone with a girl who is knocked out fucking cold. And instead of just saying, wow, I feel bad for you, no, proceeds to rip her fucking hospital gown open, revealing her tits, and then starts jerking himself off to the point where he comes all over his own hand. Yeah, so that's how you open a movie, apparently. God damn it, uh, Deki Ano, you've done it again. It's one heck of a disturbing scene, but... Holy crap! Can I say even that more so? It's dis. It, it's promoted a lot of discussion. Mm. Even in context, yeah. when you realize what Shinji has been through and Asuka has just been through, like at that point in the story, they're both like pretty much broken people, you know. And then this shit happens. You're like, huh? Okay. I don't know how to feel about this, but okay. Yeah, it's. I don't even know. You and I are obviously going to go way into this when we do our yeah, review of because there's of a Eva lot Eva. to unpack in that movie. Um, so I don't want to unpack this too much now, mm-hmm. but I just remember watching that and I'm thinking, is this the pinnacle of anime? I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's the climax of anime. It is the climax of it. Certainly <laughs> Shinji's climax of anime. Um, I don't. Yeah. I, when I watched that for the first time, I was like, wait a second. I had to rewind to make sure. And it was like, this is one of the most disturbing things I've watched, period. It's like... I will say, oof. this is one. This is a very... Oof. Like, like be, masturbation being portrayed in anime actually isn't a very rare thing, especially anymore. Because um, most of it's like for laughs, right? But yeah, it's, it's almost exclusively done for laughs in anime. Especially in edgy anime. Um... This is an instance where it's sort of played really straight and for what it is. Because it's fucked up. Because it's fucked up, as Shinji himself will tell you. Or rather, it's the lowest of the lows. Yeah, don't even. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, I, oh, it's like this is so much to unpack there, and we just want to have fun with this. So yeah, it's definitely a WTF moment. It's something that'll make you think. Um, there's I've talked to a lot of people who watch this, and they said that they didn't realize that's what he was supposed to be doing when they first watched this scene. And then upon subsequent reviewings, I think, how do you not get that that's what he's doing? I, I mean, think it's not... because it's so out of the dark. Just it, like it it's happens... so quick. Yeah. Yeah. It happens quickly and it's just it happens randomly. It's like wait, what? And yeah. like yeah. sometimes you'll just uh be like what just happened or you won't even realize it until later. I think that's that's one of the reasons why people don't realize it until much later. Yeah. All right, well, shall we move on from this masturbation talk and just talk about boners for a second? Oh, let's talk about boners. Natai. Natai, this might seem crude, but I have a boner. <laughs> get the ambulance! Get the ambulance! Yeah. <sighs> so do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take it from here. So JoJo, it's a great show. We all love it. In well, when you say we all, that's a little too inclusive because there's one member of this <laughs> podcast who fucking hates it. Don't worry, Chonodo, we love it. No, point. I'm talking about what? show. Ah, show? Yeah, Wait, yeah. Why would you think I hate JoJo? He hasn't no, no, watched I thought it. You were, you, I thought you were about to say that Shinoda hasn't haven't watched it. Well, no, yeah, no. I haven't watched it, but I don't hate it. I love it, no, no, even I though know. I haven't watched it. That's the thing. You just need to, to give like send this show this specific scene, and he'll come around. But anyway. <laughs> so, so part four introduced a certain character, a certain villain that I personally really love. And... This is a bit of spoilers for part... David Bowie. (laughs) It's David Bowie and the big cat. But anyway, uh, this is sort of spoilers, but like to the end of part four, but whatever. Um, So at the end, when like whatever happens to that villain, he starts talking about a certain experience he had when he was a little boy. So the guy is, first of all, a psychopath, but he talked about this one moment when he read this art book. And he saw, uh, and he saw the Mona Lisa, and for some reason he was ver- really drawn to her hands, and just as you said, for some reason he had a boner, and so began his hand fetish that he, that's like defining for the rest of his life, and it, it yeah. just comes out of nowhere. It's like he's the guy is about to get cornered, and then he suddenly opens up to this medic, and he's like. Oh, your hands are so beautiful. I mean, and we've known about his hand fetish for a while, but hearing his origin is sort of like, uh, okay, I guess that's a thing now. Yeah. Um, it's a good meme, though. It, it's it's a great meme. Um, and you know, I'm not afraid to say that anime has introduced me to fetishes I didn't know I had. Thighs. But uh, yes, uh, a hand <laughs> fetish, however, has never been one of them. Um, although, not yet. Of all the fetishes, well, I just haven't met the right hands, I guess. Um, <laughs> but of all the fetishes that you could have, it seems pretty tame. Now, to be honest, Kira and JoJo's takes it way too far, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I'll just the keep that, this that, dismembered hand in the in a bag. Of That's all the fine. fetishes I've seen portrayed in anime. Like, the idea of a hand fetish is kind of tame in comparison. But again, the execution is what makes it so special. Oh, yeah. Bless. It's a handful, some would say. 
That was very, that was very JoJo's of you. Thank you. I try. Yeah. Thank you for understanding. That's, that's like the greatest villain backstory reveal though, ever. (laughs) I mean. It's such a WTF moment, but it's one of the best villain reveals ever. I mean, we have part five now, but yeah, in terms of just what the fuck, part four takes the cake. Yeah, I know. We have part five now. We and didn't we the time we saw to... Kira getting a boner, but... Yeah, so we moved from, like, a like a businessman having a boner for hands to an Italian stripper. Yeah, that's JoJo. Yeah, that's JoJo. Yes, Chinoda, you should watch JoJo. You should definitely watch JoJo. Eventually. And if you, didn't, if you didn't already have a reason to watch JoJo, I want to go further back in time and talk about a scene from part three. Ooh, take me now, back. This scene isn't so much what the fuck for its sexual nature, although it could be taken that way. It's WTF for the amount of comedy that it produces. So oh, it's like, it's fucking awesome. JoJo's has a fair bit of comedy peppered throughout it, but there are very few scenes in JoJo's that have me rip-roaring in laughter on the floor as much as this one did. And that's a scene from part three uh, during the um, Mariah fight. Oh where, my god. Oh my god. God. Um, so the Mariah, the Mariah fight is her stand power is that she can make people stick together through magnetic attraction. She can make basically. <laughs> I know this. She can ba- Wait, you don't even can, know Chinoda. Well, no, she she can basically make anything magnetic, and then if she touches something else, then she can turn it into like the opposite charge and make them pull together. Um, and so that's what happens to two of the characters. That's what happens to Joseph and Avdol in this uh, in this fight. Is in the process of the fight, they end up getting negative or oppositely charged, and they get magnetically stuck together. And it leads to all sorts of unbelievable, unbelievably hilarious fucking hijinks throughout those. It's like it's like two whole episodes that this happens through. And, and then they throw in a granny just for shits and giggles. Yeah, and then they throw in a granny who finds them stuck together, and then thinks that Joseph is gay. <laughs> And she proceeds to beat the shit out of him with, with a fucking with an umbrella. umbrella. Yeah. Beats the fucking shit. It's like, oh, help me. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, don't forget that part in the fight where Maria's boobs becomes bigger because they're holding the metallic parts or whatever. Oh, yeah, because that's where the fucking metallic parts. It's yeah, like, so that's a it's thing. It's fucking implied that there's silicone tits. <laughs> And then Joseph just looks at like, hmm. Hmm <laughs> intensifies. Yeah, exactly. That meme is fucking fantastic. Oh, it, oh it's so good. That episode is a, it's a, such a good laugh. If I, if I, the, the, those, that fight is, in my opinion, one of the greatest shonen fights of all time, just for how fucking hysterical it is. Yeah. Watch that with a group of friends and you're going to have a good time. Or while drunk. Or while drunk. Or both. Yeah, both. That even better, both. Um, and you get more English, so that's that's a plus. Oh, absolutely. That is one thing I do miss about the further along we go in JoJo's, the less English we're getting, and that is disappointing. Yeah, we do have uh, Italian now, Joseph though. Joe. So that's oh good. yeah, we got like fucking pitch perfect Italian now, though. <laughs> okay, enough. This is the this is not yeah, the JoJo cast. All right, I'm I'm I'm. Just wondering where do we go from here. I want to get away from all the sexual stuff, but so much of this is sexual. Yes. Okay, I got one for you. It's okay. Right. It's a favorite of mine. So, 
Well, I let's can't... let's say let's say anti-favorite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I keep bringing this show up, but because goddamn it, but so you have a love hate relationship with it. Ugh. So anyway, so Future Diary, that was a show, and yeah, that was something. That was something. So and for most of the show, the main character Yuki is a real bitch, and not like in the Shinji kind of way where it sort of makes sense thematically, but just in the no, he's just a pussy. It's like, like okay, oh, don't hurt me. Yeah, he's just a bitch. So. And you get a near the end of the show, and, you know, at that point you would think there would be some character development for the guy, and spoilers, nope. there isn't. Nope. But, anyway, it cuts away, and you see this, like, let me set the stage. So, you have this little chasing, and then you have this big, like, sports car or whatever, and out of the car walks wa- walk out both um, you know, and Yuki, right? And they're all dressed in like this gangster type of wardrobe, and they have guns and stuff. And I'm think, and while watching, it's like, oh shit, stuff's happening in this show for once. That's cool. And they're like chasing, they're both chasing this guy or whatever. Doesn't matter. And and then Yuki is starting to like act all like a big boy, you know? He's a badass <laughs> now. He starts talking and like being all threatening and stuff. And I was, I'm like, oh, thank you. Wow, finally. <laughs> Little did I know that five minutes later it would cut to a scene of him and Yuno being alone and and Yuno telling him, "Oh, that's great! You you've handled the script really well. That's good job. You've you've read your lines so well." I'm like, "No, no, you gotta keep be kidding me!" And they're literally holding a script Yuno wrote for him to sound like a badass. I listen. I don't even. <laughs> I that's the, I don't even like. Why? Why? Just. So, I I don't hate Future Diary with the passion like you do. Nah. But I don't think it's a great show either. Um, <laughs> this 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 particular scene was the point at which I realized there was never going to be any character development for Yuki. And that's like in episode eighteen or nineteen. You know, it's like near the end of the Swore show. Swore the it's fucking like, end of the show. Yeah. It's like, how can you fuck this up? Just just cut that whole scene with the script and you're good to go. It's like oh my god. Can I say though nope, one of the most w- they, yeah. Can I say though one of the most WTF moments for me in Future Diary is also one of the most cringe inducing moments when you think about it. Which one? Um, There's so many. It's what it it's the and this is also a spoiler for anyone that hasn't seen Future Diary, but it's the very end when they bang. That's like really <laughs> cringy. It's the funniest because shit. If you think about it, they're middle schoolers. But it's okay because they love each other. Oh, just forget about that one episode where Yuno cages him in a in a locked room. That's fine. No, I like just okay. watching that made me cringe because I realized like in the anime they change it to their fucking like freshman high schoolers, but in the original manga they're fucking middle schoolers and you Yuno's That's fucking weird. naked. It's weird. Also, you have like multiple I get rape it. backstories in Future Diaries, so that's a thing. And I get it. They're fictional characters, I know, but still, it's cringy. Ugh. It's real bad, guys. Don't watch this show. <laughs> Don't even hate watch it. No, no. The only reason you really should watch it is as like uh, a um, as a a so class on how good. not to write character development. Nah, no, gotcha. Also. Good OP. Legitimately good OP. 
Mm-hmm. But you can watch that on YouTube. You don't need to watch the whole show. It's fine. <laughs> don't tell that to John. <laughs> John will watch really shitty anime just to watch OPs and EDs. Uh, just throwing that out there. Oh, man. That's enough of Future Diary. We need a palate cleanser. Yeah, we need a palate. Chinoda, I want you to talk about something that you wrote down here. Um, God, it's been so long. What did I write? <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, let, okay, let's talk about something that's kind of tame in comparison to what we've been talking about, but is still WTF. Talk about, let's talk about, and, it, and it's also something that I don't think a lot of people have seen. Talk about Paprika. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't watched so, that movie, so enlighten me, please. Okay, I so, haven't either, honestly, but I only know snippets of it. But let me tell you. The movie Paprika is one drug-induced mess of a movie that is so fucking amazing. If you watch it, you will think you're on drugs. If you watch it on drugs, you'll be tripping and you'll think, wow, this is really bad trip. I'm pretty sure Satoshi Kon, who made this anime, this animated movie, was on drugs when he was making it. Oh, also, it's one it's... of the last ones he made. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's possible. It it really is. Um, now, the specific uh, scene we're talking about is in uh, in Paprika. There's a parade scene, and it just they say they basically said, "Let's take a parade scene and let's just make it as far out as possible." Like these people. Did some LSD, some shrooms, acid. If you can think of it, they probably did it. Like the or they're just schizophrenic, or schizophrenic. Just there's so many. What the fuck? It the animation is literally it's gorgeous. Let me tell you that first and foremost, it is gorgeous. But it's also just what is actually happening. It's such a visual clutter. But they keep it so organized, but it's such a... God, how do I even describe this? It's a drug trip. It's, it's, it's a literally visual, a drug trip. Like, it's definitely a visual treat, though. That, it definitely is. Like, even if you haven't seen the movie or not really interested in watching it, like, I would say just at least YouTube uh, the scene, uh, the parade scene in Paprika. Because mm-hmm. it's something else. Like, the first time I encountered it personally was uh, during an AMV contest at either Katsukon or Otakon. I don't remember. This was years ago. But I just I was watching it, and I was just staring at the screen like, the fuck is going on? Like, did whoever edit this AMV really put in a lot of effort? Or is this actually from something? I was just so confused and bewildered, but I was bewitched. I like to tell people that Satoshi Kon was Akiyuki Shimbo before Akiyuki Shimbo. <laughs> to some extent, yeah. Um, it's a, it's sad that he's not around anymore because Satoshi yeah. Kon made some really fucking good anime movies. Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue, Paprika, just and all of them were just visually stunning. Um, also, this scene is helped largely by the music that plays during it, too, because it even the music is pretty drug-induced. Right. The whole parade scene period uh, is one of the most remarkable things about the movie. Yeah, it is. 
Um, and it's and seriously, I know there's a lot of people out there, especially if you're a relatively new anime fan that haven't seen this movie. If you get a chance, definitely sit down and watch. It. I think it's, the movie is like an hour and a half, two hours long, so it doesn't take that long to get through it. But it's no, it's a visual treat, and you won't be disappointed. You might you might not like the story, but you won't be visually or auditorially disappointed by it. It's only an hour something. Like I'm sure you have the time to spare for a movie also the 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 premise of the story itself is a lot like the uh premise of inception inception was influenced by it yeah yeah well yeah especially some of the scenes that take place like in people's minds which is essentially the main character is able to go into people's psyche which is it's something else uh we heavily recommend you go check it out i heavily recommend any satoshi Kon movie (laughs) Really though, but this yeah. one, but Paprika in, in particular, I think it's. I honestly think it's his best movie. I, th- I you can debate whether it is, but I personally think it's his best movie. Possibly, sure. maybe. I I like a while ago had an idea of going through his works and like just watching his stuff, both his shows and movies. But yeah, so that's one of them I need to get to. I would love at some point on the podcast for us to do just like a Satoshi Kon cast where we just sit down with his movies and we shit should. and just talk about them. That's a good idea. Yeah, let's do that, yeah. actually. Uh, coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> TM. TM. <laughs> That's like, that was the story of this entire episode because this episode's been scheduled for a long time. We kept pushing it back. We, we're finally, <laughs> we finally got around to doing it. We... We empathize with JC staff and their awful scheduling. Yes, we do. <laughs> right, One Punch Man. Right, no. Index Season Three. Oh God, <sighs> let's not even go there. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Let's do, let's do like one or two more before we wrap this up. So, um, which one do you want to do? Oh I man, just... there's so many listed. I I I know you wrote down Episode One of Goblin Slayer, but no, do let's really? not get into that. No, we can. But <laughs> I do want to get into. I mean, I know we said let's not more masturbation, but. Monogatari. Here we go. Okay, so another scene where even if you haven't seen the Monogatari series, you know what's coming. Now, Alex, you should be very familiar with that specific scene after dubbing it. (laughs) Yes. If you actually go back and listen to, uh, is it our second? Yes, it's our second redubbing that we did. Um, Me and Sho actually participated in this, at a redubbing of this episode, or this uh, particular scene. Um... The toothbrush incest scene from Nisei Monogatari. I don't know why it's there. I don't think that fucking Nisio Eason can tell you why oh, it's no, there. Oh, no, oh, no. You know why it's there. Well, I mean, it, I will say this. It's one of the few shows or a few scenes in anime, I've, non-hentai anime I've ever watched where I legitimately got a boner while I was watching it. God damn it, Alex. Yeah, I, it's it's not my fault. It's Let's not set my the stage fault. for like the two people who haven't watched it. Yeah, right. So you have your main character, Aragi, this like this fuck boy, right? And you have his That's a good little name, sister. Right? <laughs> he just got that. Okay. Sorry, he is a fuckboy, though. Let's be frank. <laughs> okay. And you then have his one of two little sisters, Karen, right? And who is taller than he is? Yeah, and she's awesome. But anyway, uh, she wants to meet one of his friends. He's Junior's uh, Kanbaru, right? And he mm-hmm. says, I'm not going to do it. And then after thinking about it, I said, okay, I'll ch- here, let's play a game. And she's like, okay, sure. 
Says, By the way, for for reference, even in real life, when your older brother says, let's play a game, run. <laughs> so he, he tells her, I'm going to brush your teeth. And the mo- and if you can last for, what was it, like five minutes, I'll take you to Converse. If you lose, then I don't know what the condition was, but whatever. So she needed to last five minutes, right? And she's like, okay, sure. Also, the the word was, can you last for five minutes? Not, can you last without doing what? Also, let me per- let me also add that before she before he suggested that game, for some reason she decided to wear her younger sister's clothing and go to his room. So yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> so the toothbrush comes in, <laughs> enters their mouth. And you have about five minutes of glorious sakuka of a boy brushing his little sister's teeth. Oh, I can tell you exactly what you have five minutes of. First of all, you have five minutes of great orchestral music. Oh, but yeah. And you also have five minutes of... <laughs> it's, um... It's audio. It's quite... <laughs> Let's just say it's... It's... And... I'm one of those people who want, who just scrolled through a Facebook group and then saw this clip and just couldn't look away and was like, okay, what the fuck? And that was my first exposure to Monogatari. And from that point on, I was like, okay, this show is probably terrible. In before, a few years later, it became one of my favorite shows ever. But that's besides the point. So, yeah, that was a scene, I guess. Yeah. And that's the, and it sort of makes sense in context, but... Let's not kill yourself. This series just wanted, like, to jerk off to something, so he wrote that chapter probably. Pretty much. That's that was my interpretation of it too. Like that old that old book wasn't even supposed to like be published. He just wrote it on the side for himself. I. It's you know what? It's a lot like Sword Art Online chapter sixteen point five. Although the point the the point here is this actually got published, whereas sixteen point five didn't. Yeah, that chapter is just a meme. I mean, Nisu Monogatari is like an actual story with cohesion, you know? Yeah, I know. And fucking characters I give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, Monogatari uh, has a lot of strange moments. I mean, like... Yeah, but I... that's by far the... There's another strange moment where it's the fucking panty shot scene in Kizu. I'll, let me give a shout out to two more weird scenes. One of them is Hanakawa and, Hit- and Hitagi literally just taking a shower together. And it's like the most animated shower scene you've seen in anime. Not complaining. No, but... Um, um, okay, so you remember how I said the toothbrush scene was like the first time I'd ever gotten a boner from like a non-hentai anime? What was the second one? <laughs> the shower scene in season two. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, Chinoda, you don't understand. It's like, it's... It's hot. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what you know. I'll send you a, a, a gif while we talk, and you can just enjoy that. But anyway, fuck uh, the gif. Give him the one with the fucking audio in it. <laughs> no, no, he needs to concentrate. But the anyway, one that's got the one that's got Hitachi going like. Ah. <laughs> and while I do that, also shout out to, to that really stupid scene in Kizumon Gatri Three, where Aragi is telling Hankawa, "Listen, Kizumon has massive boobs. I need somehow to like." Th- not being not be distracted by it, so Hanaka was like, "Okay, you can touch my breast." It's like, "Huh? Okay." <laughs> now that's friendship, boys and girls. So that that was that. 
And again, yeah. one of my favorite shows ever, but okay. Shall we do one more? Yeah, go ahead. All I'm right, okay Shinoda, I'll let you pick. What should we do? Oh, I want to do at least two. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, one more. We can always do this topic again at some point. Ooh, now you're getting me in a jiffy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now I'm just like I'm looking at this whole list. I'm like, there's so many of these that I loved. Mmm. Oh. Oh. Okay. I have <laughs> one that we didn't. Yeah, I I was thinking actually of something from the, not that I highlighted scene, it for you. Though. I wanted to highlight it for you to help you out. <laughs> I was actually thinking about it too. I'm I'm you and me are on sync. I hate that. Um I want it to say is before from you start Daily talking, Lives of High School Boys, but it's not that specific we... scene. I'm thinking of the scene. So, the scene where they dressed up. Oh, God. <laughs> in their, in uh, one of the characters' clothes. God, who was it? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, not not Tadakuni. Um, was it? No, was it? Which one? Was Blonde it Tadakuni's sister? Guy. Yeah, no, never mind. But I know who you're talking about. It's like yeah. the straight man. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'll look it up while you talk. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Oh, that's no, but not high school DXD, Mal. Fuck you. <laughs> but specifically, when uh, she was uh, missing some uh, underwear, and uh, they were they were all saying, "No, we didn't uh, take it." What are you talking about? And they're just like uh, going along with her, trying to help her find it. When one of the gang spots one of the other ones wearing it beneath his clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And then that just turns into a whole nother situation of do I expose them or do I look out for my homie? I would like I would like to quote a meme at this point and just say expose him expose him <laughs> That uh, moment that was just what the fuck are you guys doing and it's so beautiful Uh that 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 is also a scene which we have redubbed <laughs> Oh, did it's, we? It's wonderful. And in our very first redubbing, we did that one. Very, really good, personally, I would say. I was Tadakuni. God, that was so long ago. Jack. I know it's Jack. There's so many. I think it's. I think it's very safe to say that we here at Anime Club After Dark highly encourage everyone to go watch Daily Lives of High School Boys. Shout out to Literature Girl. Yeah, yeah, that Best was the girl. original topic. That's the original um, uh, scene we were going to do, but the one you picked is pretty fucking awesome, too. <sighs> God, uh, this this, this has been laugh. fun. This has been fun. I, I love doing topics like this for the podcast because it lets us let our hair down every once in a while. We've been doing some serious topics lately, so I wanted to give us, like, a fucking, uh, like a... Uh, Bit of a breather. A, yeah, a breather, like a breather episode to do. So I thought this was a good a good chance to do one, and we have many many more listed here, so we could revisit this topic at some point when we want to just let our hair down again. Oh yeah, we'll probably have to cross these one the ones we did use though, 
Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll get to it after. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely come back to this because it's it's fun to do these just fun irreverent topics like this from time to time. If anything, the this list will only keep on growing with uh, some of the what the fuck moments uh, that have been going on with the more recent animes. I've noticed mm-hmm. that it doesn't happen yeah. as often anymore, which is a shame, honestly. But it it still happens now and then. At I least. think I think our tolerance for what the fuck has been expanded exactly. greatly because of anime. <laughs> that is also it's like exactly. possible. At this point, at this point, incest doesn't even bother me anymore. <laughs> God damn it, this is true. <laughs> On that note, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, or if you have ideas for topics you would like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things are down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to just say, go check out Bra Attack Scene from Plastic Nissan. <laughs> just, just, go, just go watch it. <laughs> uh, you know what? This may be crude, but I got a boner. <laughs> Where's the ambulance? Get it, get it. 